I've sat there, you know, doing a, you know, uh, in a concert stadium with Beyonce, watching her perform in front of, again, like stadium fulls of people and being like seeing her face on the jumbotron and her makeup and her glow and her eyelashes. And I like look for one second. I'm like, yes, I did that. But then it's like, but what if, what if, what if, Uh, like that's when all of a sudden you start to, and then the moment is gone and then the moment is ruined. You got to live in that moment. You got to embrace it. You got to suck every good, juicy, delicious piece of nectar out of that moment. (laughs) Get ready for brilliant people, brilliant ideas, and a regular good time. This is Brilliant Thoughts with Success People editor Tristan Almada, the show that thinks about how personalities, relationships, and communication shape business success. And now here he is, Tristan Almada. When Beyonce and Jennifer Lopez need to look their best, they call Mally Roncal. Now, she's one of the top makeup artists in the world and has then parlayed that expertise into the mega successful Mally Beauty brand. Check that out. And, you know, do me a favor, follow her on Instagram. She's a lot of fun there too. But I was blown away by Mally's energy. And it was really cool hearing the stories of getting Mally Beauty off the ground, along with some other great fun stuff we talk about. Check this one out. It's full of energy and fun. Welcome back to another episode of Brilliant Thoughts, a success podcast. And today I have Mally Roncal. She is just so much power and energy and fun. It's it's hard not to notice her and what she's done. Welcome to the show, Mally. Thank you, my lovey. Oh my gosh. I okay, so before we get started, I already we've been well, we've been chatting before, so I already was fangirling and loving up on Mr. Tristan and, and just being able to be here is such a pleasure and such an honor. And I cannot wait to spend this time with you and just have fun and chill out and relax. Cause you know, as a mommy of three and, you know, working mom and a crazy busy, a million miles an hour, kind of a chick, it feels good to be trapped and stuck to a chair for a little while and be able to just, you know, um, share some positive energy. So thank you so much for having me. I love that. And you know, the very, the very first thing that anybody can notice when they talk to you is the energy you bring to the table. And that's so important, Mally, because I think that's where everything can either open up and grow for more opportunities or just stop and be like, (laughs) this is the wrong person. Screeching halt, right? Like, no, thank you. I'm not having it. Well, thank you. And I I feel like I need to, um, it's so funny. Um, We homeschool our girls. But we actually weirdly homeschool them, but we take them somewhere so they can just kind of get out of the house for a while. And we were driving. I went to pick them up right before and we were driving and I, I, you know, I'm that crazy mom. Like, let's just be honest. And and our youngest, Vivian, who's going to be 12 in December, she was like, you know what? People always think mom is like drunk or like, you know, (laughs) something because she's so wild. So let me just start by saying uh, I I, you're going to laugh, but I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I don't do anything. I literally this is just born and made uh, born and made. And and I I think I want to say 
Um, I, I didn't, I didn't create this, um, personality or identity, but I do think that it being positive and having good energy and just like bringing your best self forward, that is a muscle. It's a muscle that you have to continually work on, or it could very well be sucked mm-hmm. away by life, if that makes sense. You yeah, know what you I'm saying? Up, you bring up such a great point, because one thing that people sometimes lack is energy, but I think that works definitely for you because you've attracted some amazing people into your life and you continue to grow your businesses so and your brand so tell me tell me that first opportunity that you got that that really propelled you to a higher level where you're like whoa you know what this this could be something big when when was that okay so are you talking about this and this is such a such a multitasker weird question are you talking about my job or my life as a celebrity makeup artist first is that or is it well, are you talking which one, about <laughs> which one do you want to take because i'm open to all of them because we can right. talk about beyonce jennifer lopez or we could talk about your uh, yeah. actual brand with makeup mm-hmm. that you sold to mm-hmm. what was it a s beauty yeah yeah that's yes, what it was yes, yes, yes. so wherever you want to go with this because there's a um, lot here <laughs> all right well let me start maybe we'll start by uh, talking about the um, maybe the celebrity makeup artist career, because that's kind of what took me to uh, the place that I am today. And I think for me, at the end of the day, um, all I wanted to do. OK, so long story short, let me not I'm going to drag this out a little bit for a second. I started Good. my my parents are uh, Filipino immigrants, obviously from the Philippines. They were doctors. I'm an only child. I was very, very, uh, um, I am very connected to my parents, my heritage. And um, I don't know if you know much about Filipinos, but many of them uh, go into the medical field, right? So it's, you know, they all want to be singers, dancers, uh, rap stars, (laughs) or um, or (laughs) how about they always get, they have to go into the medical field because that's what their parents want. But it's all good. Anyway. Long story short, I I was actually pre-med in college. I wanted to be a doctor because I wanted to be like my parents. What I realized later in life, and this is the thing, again, I'm going to be 50 in January. And honey, I don't know if this is just like automatically when you turn 50, all of a sudden it just starts popping out left and right and you start having all these realizations. I don't know if that's like on God's like calendar, like, okay, here you go. You're going to reveal this about yourself. Um, I didn't know, I didn't actually want to be a doctor. Like I didn't want to like, um, cut people or, you know, be a surgeon, but what I wanted was to heal people with my energy and my spirit. And I wanted to be in people's space, but I didn't know what that looked like because, um, you know, all I saw were my parents who were very, very spiritual, loving, kind people. That's what I wanted to do. It wasn't that I wanted to be a doctor. I just wanted to have people react to me and love me the way I saw them love my parents. Anyway, I always joke that I was born with a mascara wand in my hand. I've (laughs) always been a drag queen from the day that I was born, which is something it's very funny because having three children 
who we raise very differently from everyone else, you know, in the sense that we don't send them to traditional school. We really do try to help them uh, create the lives that they want with their passions. And they all have very different passions and they're all very weird, which is Mm -hmm. something that we support 100%. (laughs) Anyway, um, very long answer to your story. I knew that I just wanted to do makeup on people. I didn't know... I didn't plan to do makeup on the biggest celebrities in the world. I really didn't. I -hmm. really just wanted to do makeup. That was in my soul. That was in my heart. And I didn't care if I was doing it, um, you know, in a store or if I was doing it on Beyonce. Although, obviously, you know, I, I was blessed and lucky enough. That said, I had an agent, have an agent. I still have the same agent, 20 seven years later, which is crazy because that never happens. He put me with celebrities. He said to me, I'll never forget. He was like, I have this vision, Mally, you know, may, uh, you know, models are very important, but I believe that celebrities are going to be like the next big thing. They're going to be on the covers of magazines. They're going to be doing campaigns. And you're like a cup of coffee in the morning, Mal. Like you, <laughs> you know, you wake people up, you give them energy. And he had that vision, right? Of saying, oh, I get it. She's not only going to have the talent to do their face, but even more importantly, her personality is a cheerleader. And who needs, you know, maybe a little bit of cheerleading more in the makeup chair than someone who's about to perform in front of 80,000 people, right? Yeah, so So, true. you know, that was something that was in me, which I believe everybody has the gifts that they have within them, but you just have to find out what they are and then run with that. If that means you have to find a friend and say, what's great about me? What do you, if that means you have to just sit in the mirror, you know, I know a lot of people are uncomfortable with this, but say, you know, what is so great about me that nobody else has, you know? And, and that's something I think that is very important because that's where we find where our passion is and where our meaningful difference mm. is. And then that's where we can go. So, so That's when that all started to happen. You know, Jim started booking me with, um, you know, Celine Dion and I was with Angelina Jolie and and the the Osbournes. And like all of a sudden I was Uh doing all these people. And then all of a sudden Beyonce showed up and then J-Lo and then Destiny. And I was like, and you know, what's so funny, babe. I wasn't even like, I don't want to say I wasn't even living, you know, appreciating it. But I was so much on that, like, this is my purpose. This is what I'm doing right now. I kind of just tunnel visioned that shit and just went for it. You know what I'm saying? I like that. Yeah. You were were in the moment. I think that's the key. Yeah. 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 Which I think uh, so many of us are not, not good at. And even now, as I move forward and, 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 and. I I think there's a difference between being in the moment and then stopping and smelling the roses, right? Mm. I think that sometimes we can be so passionate about what we're doing or so focused on this goal that we're just moving forward, hamster wheel, hamster wheel, that then we don't go like, oh, wait a minute. I just did that. That that was kind of good. Like, (laughs) we got to like... 
pat ourselves on the back a little bit, right? And do a little bit of that. And and I'm working on that. 50, I was going to ask, years later. did you yeah. did you do a lot of that at the beginning? That come later? No, no, that came later. That came later. I was I was so. Um, I think a lot of people are like this um, too, and 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 I'm working on it again at at being a. Which my children reminded me that I'm a middle aged woman now. <laughs> I was like, rude. Excuse oh, that's me. Funny. I was like rude, and then I pulled out my queen fan. I'm about to hit a fan. Excuse oh. me. Oh, nice. Who is a bit, but. You know what? It's all good. If this is a, if this is what middle age feels like, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, but um, um, I think I think we uh, it didn't come because I was always so afraid that it was going to end. If that makes sense. Oh, whoa! Yeah. Hold on. That's mm-hmm. something that a lot of people that are that are climbing the success ladder feel. They're like, okay. When is this going to be over? I'm scared. Yes. When okay, is so the shoe going to drop? Tell me about that. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, I think at the end of the day, and I, and look, this is this is this is life, right? This is it. If we can't always be living on the top of the mountain, right? I mean, meaning like everything is not like you know, shooting roses out of your butt every single day. It's just not, <laughs> it's just not possible. We'd love that. Wouldn't we, Tristan? I yes. mean, yeah, of course, but that's not how it works. And also to, you know, not to sound cliche, but if you don't have the lows, you can't appreciate the highs. Okay. That is for sure. However, I have learned that you could mess up and ruin some pretty epic stuff. If you are so dang worried about what's coming next. Mm. And that is something that I continually work on again, because I've had so many amazing moments. Yeah. I've sat there, you know, doing a, you know, uh, in a concert stadium with Beyonce, watching her perform in front of, again, like stadium fulls of people and being like seeing her face on the jumbotron and her makeup and her glow and her eyelashes. And I like, look for one second. I'm like, yes, I did that. But then it's like, but what if, what if, what if, Uh, like, that's when all of a sudden you start to, and then the moment is gone. And then the moment is ruined. You got to live in that moment. You got to embrace it. You got to suck every good, juicy, delicious, piece of nectar out of that moment. (laughs) Sorry, that got a little like... That's good. And you know what? Uh, Our producer, TC, I I would love that clip to be the beginning of it. That's that's perfect. Or the shooting uh, roses out of your butt. That was really good. I enjoyed that. Thank Uh, you. These are the weird words that that really do tend to come out. And, and, And I have to tell you, I appreciate you so much just allowing me to run this out of my mouth, because I will say this, I purposely, I I love that I didn't know what exactly we were going to talk about. And I purposely did not, you know, I, you and I both know that sometimes you go do something, you prepare, you get yourself ready, you do whatever. And I said, you know what, this man, I'm just going to let it flow. 
Because he's just good. You're so right. Good. And so thank so you good. for that. Thank you for that. Because I think that that's something. Now, I can I just say one quick thing? Yes. Not to like, um, but I just had like an aha right here, right now with you. Which Give I it think, to me. Okay. So not to be whatever. So why, right? What, why are we always doing the what if? Why are we always wondering when the shoe is going to fall? The next shoe or however that thing is. I'm probably saying yeah. it wrong, but whatever. The, the ball is going to drop or whatever. My mom was diagnosed with breast cancer before I turned one year old. Wow. Yeah. So she worked so hard to uh, to have a baby. She was actually an OBGYN. So she delivered thousand babies over her years of being a doctor. She was effervescent and beautiful and loving and wild and a hugger and all these things. She was glamorous and always in heels and makeup. And she was just this thing, this force of nature that I will never forget. Everywhere we went, I mean, when we'd walk into a room, I would see how people would just, you know, fall in love with her. And I was like, that, wow. Like that was something very special, right? That's cool. So yeah, so cool. So she, she was diagnosed before I turned one year old and they gave her six months to live. Mm-hmm. She ended up fighting, praying, believing, working, whatever. And she lived till I was 17. She told me, yeah, she lived 17 years and said to me every day, I am not going anywhere until I know that my baby girl is going to be okay. And told me every day that that was the reason why she was hanging around. Yeah. And did it, did it with fierceness. And honey, we lived, let me tell you, this lady lived. We went shopping and we were at Louis Vuitton (laughs) and we were buying all the purses and shoes that lady wanted. Um, But I'm wondering if that is the reason why, because every day I was wondering, is today going to be the day Mm. that she goes? Is that something Is that the reason why I have spent, oh my God, all of a sudden, Tristan's become my therapist. What's going on? Here we go. Let's go. Here we go. Oh my God. (laughs) But is that the reason why I'm always waiting for the shoe to drop? Because today could be the day she dies. Today could be the day I lose this client. Today could be the day that, you know, the, the makeup company is what, maybe that's why. And that's what I'm fighting every single day with the gratitude and the positivity and trying to always fight the enemy who's coming in going, oh, excuse me. I don't know who you think you are. I don't know why you think you're so dang special. You know why you got all this. this, Do you think this is all good? This is going to go away. Maybe that's why I've always had that feeling of like trying to brace myself. And why I've created this brand in my heart and soul of positive energy and love and gratitude. Oh, hold on. Hold wow. on. I need to work. I got fans for everything. I like so. that one. That one says work. For those of you listening in, she just <laughs> fanned out a big pink fan that says work. W-E-R-K. Yeah. I like that. Exactly, exactly. So I have a question that you you brought up your agent. You said Jim. 
Is that yeah. your agent? Yes. I want to know about him because it also takes somebody who cares and somebody who can identify a talent and yes. be able to say, hey, you're doing this, but you really should be over here. That's and that's right. kind of cool. Tell me about Jim and how he found you or how you found him. Um, so very, very funny story. I, I have always been a hustler, always been just like hitting the pavement. I'm the one who will like do everything from like, you know, from the tiniest, tiniest little task all the way to the biggest task. I have no, uh, I don't want to say like, I, I, I believe that if you can do the big things, you better dang do the little things too, because it's all part of that, you know, giant, you know, going up that ladder and creating that life. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I was doing everything myself. I was working as a makeup artist in New York City. I was, you know, 21, 22 years old. I was getting all my bookings, all my jobs. I was doing all my billing. I was like, you know, all my press. I had whatever. And uh, I was working with a hairstylist one day named Jim Crawford. And he was like, oh, my God, you're amazing. Like, you're a force of nature. You're this. Do you have an agent? And I was like, no, I don't have an agent. And the irony of this shit is, let me tell you this. This is a thing. You remember, this was 100 years ago where we didn't have a phone, <laughs> right? We didn't have these, right, baby? No. We had, like, a book with, like, some pictures that you shoved in, right? So as a makeup artist, it was funny because I said, okay, I knew I needed an agent, but you would go to visit these agents and they'd look at your stuff and they'd say, well, we don't have enough tear sheets. You don't have enough magazine articles in here. You don't have enough magazine pictures. So, and then I'd say, well, how am I supposed to get more magazine articles to get an agent if I can't get an agent to get more magazine articles? Like, <laughs> I don't understand, right? They were like, hmm. I don't know, figure it out, bye, <laughs> door slams, right? So you're like, okay, so I saw every age. I've hoofed it all around New York City with my book and my high heels and my whole thing. And I'm like, I'm going to go and make this happen. Everybody said no. Every single one of those doors closed on me and said no. Sorry, wow. you don't have enough. Yeah. So I meet this hairstylist and he says to me, you should go meet Jim. At Garen, it was the name of the agency at the time. It's contact now. And he goes, you should go meet him. He's, he'll love you. And I, okay. and I remember laughing out loud because I was like, right, because he was this big agent in New York. Like he was doing the best of the best. And I was this little like nobody, right? So he was like, <laughs> why would he take me? So sure enough, I, I make an, he makes me an appointment. I'm, I go in. I remember, Tristan, I stood outside the door. And I literally did the sign of the cross. I looked up at my mom and I, and I said straight up, I was like, mom, please don't let this be as painful and embarrassing as I know it's going to be, you know? And sure enough, I walk in the door and it's like a scene from a movie, right? He's like sitting at this giant desk with like 10 phones. This is when the phones were attached to the wall. I told you I'm a hundred years old, wow. right? So he's like on this, he's like, Oh, he won't go for less than $10,000 for that job. Oh, no, she's going to fly only first class. And I'm like, oh, snap. This is not wow. This is crazy, right? Because I'm like yeah. a baby, whatever. Walk in. He's like points to the table, like drop your book on the table. So he's still on the phone and he's flipping the pages. And I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> <laughs> this is so bad. I hate my life right now. This is so awful, right? And, um, you know, he closes the book 
He hangs up the phone. He looks at me. And I was like, oh, okay, this is the moment. Like, this is your, this is your shot. Like, what are you going to do? And I said, okay, like diarrhea of the mouth. You ready? Before you say anything, let me just say one thing. I know that my book is shit. I know that there's nothing in there, but I will tell you this. I will work hard. I will do everything you say. I will show up. You say jump. I'll say how high. You need to get me to show up at three in the morning. I will be there. I will make you proud. I will never be late. I will like, I literally just everything that I was going to do to make this guy know that I was going to succeed for him and for me. Mm. And he sits there and he listens to me. And then I'm done. I was like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I go to grab the book. Cause I was like, well, that went well. And I'm going to leave now. <laughs> and I go to grab the book and he stops and he puts his hand on the book. And he was like, okay, wait. I said, what? He said, do you, really, really mean everything that you just said to me? And I said, absolutely, absolutely, without hands down. It's like, all right, I'm going to just say this. It's like, I've never done this before, ever. I've never done this before, but I am going to say this. He's like, something about you. You are a star. He's like, I've never heard anyone say the words to me that you just did. And for some reason, I believe you. So I am, yeah. So he said, we're going to try this. Don't it up. (laughs) He's like, like, but if you really believe that you can do those things, he's like, we could go all the way to the top. No way. 27 years later, every celebrity in the world, the most amazing career ever. Still, he's Vivian's godfather. Like, I mean, this is like what we've done. But to your point. Sometimes you just need somebody to tell you what's great about you and what you can do. And, and you know what? And again, to to your point, sometimes that doesn't even have to be somebody else. Sometimes that can just be you in the mirror and reaching in and saying, what, what is great? What is great about me? You know, I even tell all my friends who are not like in my industry or want to go, you know, that that do, you know, hair or they do. I have a friend who makes cabinets and I'm like, what is your brand? Like, what is your thing? What is your personal brand, your meaningful difference? That thing that when they say, oh, yeah, Tristan, no, he's the best at that. Yes. You want that? You call Tristan. What is that thing that Josie does that that's so much better than anybody else that nobody can do, but Josie can do? They're going to pick up the phone and call you, but you need to find out what that is and you need to shout it from the rooftops because that's when people are going to start to realize what you're great at and what is so special about you. That was, that was really <laughs> inspirational. That was, you, you mentioned at the very beginning and I wrote it down. I'm going to go back to it right now. You said, I wanted to heal people with my energy, you said. And I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Could you have done what you've done with makeup with anything else? What do you think? You know, that's a really interesting question. Because my husband, who if you think I have a lot of energy... 
you better put on your bulletproof vest and call Phil because he's still he knocks your your hat off. I'll tell That's you funny. that. We keep him. We keep him out there in the back in the office while <laughs> things are happening because he's he's a piece of work also. But anyway, awesome. he always says to me that makeup was always the vehicle to just get you to be in front of people. Now, don't get me wrong, honey. I'm a drag queen and I love me some makeup and some, and I will wear makeup all day long, no matter if I'm leaving the house or not. I will, I will walk up to strangers in the grocery store with an eyebrow pencil in my bag and say, excuse me, ma'am, I know you might not know me, but I need to do your eyebrows because your eyebrows look crazy. Like, I love everything about it. I love everything about it. However, however, I, I think this is an interesting conversation because I always, number one, I just love people. I love people. I love their stories. I love their joys. I love their pains. I don't love their pains, but I love to be there, maybe help them with their pains or their issues. My dad's a psychiatrist. I definitely think I got a little bit of that from him because I have been uh, analyzed from the day I was born, I'm sure. <laughs> he always uh, says, oh, funny. yeah, you're normal. You're fine. No, but, um, uh, but and also thinking about this. When you do somebody's makeup, like I'm sitting in front of you technically in front of a computer, but I'm sitting face to face with you, right? Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to do your, you might not know what this means, but do your foundation or your eyeshadow or your eyeliner or whatever, I'm sitting face to face with you. There is nothing more intimate, more loving, mm -hmm. more uncomfortable, more in the moment than having someone this close to you touching your face. Uh. And I think that that was part of the allure that I loved. I clearly do not have space issues with people. I am that. <laughs> if we were in the same room, we, you, I would probably be sitting uncomfortably close to you and you would be like, okay, you, you know, you could, you could move away. Needless to say, COVID was very hard for me where they were like six feet. Six feet, lady. That's you got to do it. Um, but then, like, it's funny, right? Like, why didn't I become a hairstylist? And I know this sounds weird, but when someone is doing your hair, they're standing behind you. Yeah. Which is also, you know, another thing, right? We could get into that whole thing. Like, they have your back. They're standing behind you. But I always wanted to be that close. Locked That's eyes. That's so face cool. Face. That, I don't know. Maybe. I never thought of it that way, right? But you... You are, you're almost with people at their most vulnerable state, yeah. right? And yeah. you get to see them in essence naked, right? Yeah. In essence. Yeah. And, and you have, this is what's so cool. You have the ability to impact them with your energy, either positively or in essence, not at all or negatively. Yeah. 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 And I, I love that. That's, that makes a lot of sense now. As I'm asking you these questions, why you've been so successful, exactly. it comes down to that energy. Because, damn, the very first thing I saw and I felt was your energy, <laughs> even when we had no sound. Because <laughs> we're like, um, right. no sound, no sound. <laughs> and I was like, what do I do? Like, you know, but I, I don't know, you know, and again, I, I, I feel like I want to. You know, so why? I, yeah, maybe maybe that was why, 
but it was always way more than that, right? To your point, I loved all of it. I love the beauty. I love the styling. I love the fashion. I love all that. But remember too, yes, to your point, doing someone's makeup or putting makeup on in general. And part of the reason why I started Mally Beauty was because I wanted to teach everyone my tips and tricks and create products that nobody else had that could make her look or feel or him look or feel, more importantly, feel their most powerful, but make it easy. And then I always call it bulletproof because meaning number one, I always say how, you know, I make this eyeliner and it is bulletproof. Like you can cry, you can sweat, you can go to the gym. And, you know, I always say I made it for Beyonce singing at Madison Square Garden. Hello. Thank you. Yes. Well, she, you know, ending her concert in a waterfall. And, you know, <laughs> you can't have like black tears running down her face. Right. So this is why I create these things. Because I want my customers, my Mally loves, as I call them, I want my loves to go and believe and feel that they're going out there and their makeup is going to keep them looking fierce. In a weird way, Tristan, it's almost like, for lack of a better term, I don't want to always say you have to put on your suit of armor and go out because that kind of indicates that we're out there at war. You know what I mean? But when you think about it in a very weird way, with all the negative energy in the world and all the people, right? And especially if you are an empath like I am, where my heart is literally, you know, I feel things, I hate to say, like a hundred times more, I think, than most people, which is a blessing and a curse, I always like to say. Um, I really just want them to feel like that those negative bullets, right, that come and they come from everywhere. Mm-hmm. They come, can, I can I tell you a quick story, not to yes. change the subject, but so we're raising these three crazy unicorns. Like we've got, I've got 50, I'm going to just say, I don't know when this is coming out, but we'll say my twins, our twins are going to be 15 in December. Vivian's going to be uh, 12 in November. So it's all right there. We're all right nice, here. Nice. And uh, let's That's see. That's next month. I know. <laughs> I know, honey. Wow. I got some shopping to do. <laughs> anyway, um, but, but the funny thing is, so we raised them to be who they are. So Sophie, one of the twins, she's a lesbian. We joke that she literally came out gay, like right out of the womb. We were like, oh, look, it's a gay one. <laughs> and she has... And that's never, it's funny, today is actually National Coming Out Day. Oh. And I said, I said, happy National Coming Out Day. She's like, I didn't ever even have to come out. She's like, I I knew and you knew. And, you know, I was like, it's all good. Everyone and then, knew. And her, everyone knew, exactly. <laughs> um, and she, she's, her twin is, she's a unicorn, we call her. She's this, like, special otherworldly creature. Like, she... When she was young, it was so crazy. When she was like two, three, four years old, she would see, I mean, not to sound weird, but she would see dead people, like literally like, like that movie, right? Like, oh. like, like she'd be sitting there talking to me and my mother, I have my mother's face and, mm-hmm. and, and I'll never forget like the first time she was sitting there talking to me and she was like, so, you know, I was thinking about my little pony and I really love the way they Mommy, who's that lady standing behind you? And I was like, what? 
That lady standing right behind you, she looks just like you. She has the same big smile. And she just told me to tell you that she loves you. And I was like, oh, God, that's my mom. Oh, man. Like, Like, so she's a unicorn. And then there's the other one, the baby, who we lovingly call the accident. But whatever she, <laughs> and she, she knows. But anyway, she's her own. She, she, she's, she's the rescuer. She's the lover. She's the animal adopter. Well, we have so many animals uh-huh. and we literally just adopted a 15 year old Chihuahua because she came to me and she said, mama, I found this Chihuahua in a shelter and he's, he served his family his whole life and his parents died and 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 it's just he deserves the dignity of dying in a home and not in a shelter. We have to give him that life and bring him here so that he can die in love because of what he's done for his family. And I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> gets in the car, drives to the shelter. <laughs> but that's what her brain is like. So anyway, aside from all being crazy and amazing, whatever who they are, we also um allow them to look and dress and feel in any way they want, which is not always quote unquote normal. So they wear wigs and they wear crazy outfits. And if you follow me on my Instagram at Mally Roncal, you know that for whatever reason, I post them always. And like someone will come down in a full, you know, fursuit for whatever reason, you know. Mm -hmm. So we're out the other day and they were at their class and all of a sudden we're waiting for some food to come out and we were going to bring it home. And this man walks past us and both, it was the twins and they were dressed as kind of like um, Beetlejuice. I don't know oh, if you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know Beetlejuice. Okay. So it's dressed in Beetlejuice and then the other one was dressed as Lydia. So she had like this black wig, kind of like Wednesday Adams style. Yep. Right? So he comes walking by us and I can see already that he is just disgusted by the way that they look. Like he was just looking and like scoffing and like had this like look on his face. And he comes over to us and he's like, please tell me that this is some kind of Halloween thing. Like, please tell me. And I was like, "Uh, no, this is just the way they dress. And he's like, this is embarrassing. Like you let them go out like this. I know. And can I tell you, those two little girls, because I'm so used to being the mama bear, right? You know, Mm -hmm. like, excuse me, whatever. (laughs) And thank thank God my husband, who was from South Carolina, wasn't standing there, honey, (laughs) because that would have been an old-fashioned Southern beatdown. I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) Um, um, And and they looked at him and they said, well, um, you know, with all due respect, sir, this is our regular attire. This is just the way we like to dress. <laughs> and he looked, and he looked at me like I had just pooped in his cornflakes. And he said, he said, well, you should be ashamed of yourself. And I said, actually, you should be ashamed of yourself. That you just tried to embarrass two kids for just, I know. But talking about negative energy bombs, right? They're everywhere. They're everywhere. And how we need to create our own beautiful suits of armor, our own beautiful positivity suits of love that these people 
cannot affect us, you know. And that's really, I think, part of the reason why I'm so grateful that I get to do what I do, um, not only makeup-wise, but also just sharing time with you and being able to talk about things like this. Well, I think that's important. First of all, thanks again. And I have a question about that because that affects all different aspects of our life, whether it's personal life, like you just said, or business. It's, It's how we respond to the negativity from other people. How is yes. it that you keep that in check for you or how have you grown to, to react better over time? Yeah. I think that what I have had, lear- what I've had to learn to do is trust myself and trust the gifts that I've been given. So I, I am very proud and honored to say that we launched Mally Beauty on QVC, which is a shopping channel, the number one shopping channel in the in the country, in the world, um, 17 years ago. And uh, the funny story is I wanted to launch on QVC because I wanted to be the person to connect with the customer. I did not want to put Mally Beauty in a store. And not that that's not right, but there's no way she was going to feel me without me being there. And remember, again, we didn't have phones. We didn't have YouTube. This was literally, hello. I always say I was at the signing of the Declaration of Independence when I've been around <laughs> a long time. And, they, and honestly, you know, that was the only way to sell beauty or sell anything and yeah, have that personal connection, right? So that mm-hmm. was 17 years ago. And thank you, Lord. We're still there doing our thing. And yes, sir. I heard you. I read that you sold out in 40 minutes. Is that right? So tell me about that story, because that must feel like, holy crap, what the hell's happening? Yes, it was. It absolutely was. Um, So, yes. So the first part of your question with that was, yes, I was. um, And this is a funny story because it really is about trusting your instincts and trusting your gut. So I knew that I wanted to start Mally Beauty and I knew that I wanted to do it on TV. Now, let me just start by saying this. QVC in 2003, 2004, that was not the QVC it is today. It was not considered prestige, high-end beauty. Now, that said, there were some very, very fantastic brands on QVC at the time, but it wasn't like the, the makeup mecca that it is today. You know, it really was uh, considered, you know, I don't want to say like it it wasn't considered high end. Let's just put it like that, even though they had great, great brands there. So but I knew that that's what I wanted to do. So ironically, um, I don't even know if I should tell this story, but oh, okay. Here we go. Um, Here we go anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was the spokesperson for Sephora at the time. And they um, were very, very kind and great to me and very, you know, very interested. So I said, my dream would be to launch in Sephora and launch at QVC. Um, I went to uh, my connection at Sephora and I said, I have an idea. I want to start a makeup brand. And they said, okay, great. No problem. Let's make it happen. I was like, okay, there's only one condition. I want to do it with you. And I want to do it at this thing called QVC. And she said, absolutely not. And I was like, okay, why? And she's like, because we are don't want to be basically 
I, you know, understood connected with that particular brand. Obviously, things have changed and now everybody plays nicely together. Anyway, so I, again, many times I always say, Tristan, that my body is taken over by some kind of demon and I just say something out loud. I don't even know what's happening. And I said, okay, well, then I'm going to have to say no to you and I'm going to go to QVC. Oh, and wow. at the time, I know, honey. And at the time, I didn't even have a meeting with QVC. I didn't oh, even have the connection. Whoa. I know, I know. That was my gut. That was my whisper, right? That was my whisper talking and saying, and I'm not suggesting anyone listen ever do anything <laughs> that stupid. Please do not. Please oh, that's do funny. Not. But it was again. It was my it was my whisper in my head that this is where you're supposed to be. That said, fade out, fade in. March fifth, two thousand five. We finally get our one hour show, and we're gonna launch. And we go in and there were all these like snafus and bombs going off and blah, 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 all the way up to the actual on air. And I literally was just like, nope, nope, not going to let it bother me. This is where I need to be. This is what's going to happen. And I just believed wholeheartedly that this was the right thing. They gave us a one hour show. In 36 minutes, we sold out completely of every single piece of makeup that warehouse was empty, honey. Wow. And it was by far, that was, the, that was what I needed to hear. That's what I needed to know, that this was my calling. This is where I was supposed to be. This is my home. And then my next thought after that was, holy shit, I got to go make some more makeup. I need some money to do that. <laughs> wow. And where were you? Were you the one designing Everything. the yeah. All right. And yeah. were the manufacturers at the time, just because I don't understand that part of, yeah. of the business, were yeah. you guys manufacturing that outside of the U.S., importing we, it? What did that look like? We were here. We were doing most of it in the U.S. Uh, we did some in Canada. We did a little bit in Italy. And um, oh, yeah. wow. so we were doing a lot of really, we are, you know, really great things. And over the 17 years, Tristan, the thing that's so amazing is how much the world has changed. And that again has to do, I believe, with the phone and technology and just the connection of being able to talk to people literally all over the world and create what you want to create um, at a price that is um, good for you and for your customer and for your retailer. Um, And then also... um, you know, be able to make it the quality that you want it. So with that, how have you embraced social media more? Because you have a good following. I just saw it. That's really good. And I, I was just checking Thank out you. your posts. I just followed you. One more. One more. One more. And yes, everybody else listening in, follow. I love you. All Thank right? you. Thank follow. You. Thank you. Tell me how you've embraced that. And brought that into the makeup world because I know Instagram's like huge with huge. this. Huge. Um, I well, first of all, I am one of the lucky ones. Thank you, Lord. I don't know why. I love social media. Like if I was not doing makeup or um doing, you know, my positivity preaching, which I like to call it. Or if I didn't start an LGBTQIA family 
therapy session or as an animal rescue or maybe an interior designer, I would have a social media company because I love it. Like there's never a time like I have a lot of friends, obviously, in the beauty world that, I, you know, that I'm always telling them, girl, you got to just get on the social and do some things. And they're like, I hate it. I hate it. For whatever reason. God gave me the gift that I love it. And I literally, I don't take a dump without posting it, honey. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> Unfortunately for everyone listening. That's so good. That's it's so, so bad. Good. But it, I do love it. Um, I'm taking my, first of all, kudos to every one of those young influencers, artists, all of these people. They took that and ran which I give them, there's, I'm going to tell you, there's some OGs like me out there, some older makeup artists that are like a little bit salty about it. I'm not going to lie. They're like, well, you know, we didn't have that. We had magazines and we made it work and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, child, if I was that age right now doing, you don't think that I would be running with that ball. You know what I'm saying? Take what you have now and what is coming and use that to your advantage in business. I mean, what the heck? You know what I'm saying? Well, so, yeah, go ahead. I think ahead. you're you're a great example of here. Here's and I don't interview a lot of people like this, which is cool. I feel like just from our conversation so far, it doesn't matter what era you're in, you would have been successful oh. because just the energy you bring to everything that you're doing. Thank is you. what makes the difference. Thank you. And that's Thanks. that's awesome to see because when you're saying when you're just saying well, I love social media, I'm like, yeah, you do, but you know, <laughs> it you love you love everything all in. Yeah. That makes a difference. It makes a massive difference. Thank you. I I I have to say I don't know and again, getting back to that beginning conversation where you were being my therapist and I realized why I do what I do. <laughs> Thank you. The, the check is in the mail. Okay. Uh, whatever that is. Right. <laughs> um, I do believe, and I know, again, this is going to sound cliche. You interview a lot of amazing, thought-provoking teachers of all kinds. Shit, it really does all come down to gratitude, doesn't it? Like really... At the end yeah. of the day, when you look at the opportunities you've been given, when you look at those kids that maybe someday you want to just rip your hair out, they're driving you crazy. When you look at that stove and think, oh, God, I got to make dinner again. And you look at it and you say, wow, the universe thought enough of me to give me that opportunity. So who am I to mm. bitch about it? Oh, those kids. God gave me those kids. Well, let's make them the best they can be. Because when I'm long gone, honey, they're going to say, Mally was my mom, so you better not be a butthole. Because guess what? I don't want that <laughs> running after me, right? And then third, whatever, the dinner thing. You got food. You got food. Make it and eat it. And even if it's, you know what? If it's Cheerios for dinner one night, honey, who cares? Just have the gratitude for that. And that's what makes you passionate about life in general. That's it. I, I wrote something down right now that you just uh, said, and I read between the lines is, yeah, you you get to make dinner, not yeah. you have yeah. to make dinner. Yes, 
Yes, that's sir. so good, Mally. I Can I that. get an amen up in there? Amen. Here Thank we go for you. me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mally, we we got a, a couple minutes left. I see bracelets on your left wrist. Tell me yes. about those because there's quite a few and they're colorful, <laughs> and yes. I like them. Thank you, sir. I love you. That's so kind of you. There's a lot. Um, I believe that jewelry, clothing, makeup, hair, all of that, right? That is a part of you expressing what energy you want to put into the world. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're wearing a dark smoky eye one day, right? And you're like out there looking mysterious and sexy and cool, right? Like people (laughs) are going to be like, ooh, she's edgy, right? But if you're wearing like a bright pink lipstick, oh, she's happy. It's kind of like just putting, yeah, right? You're putting out into the world, you know, that's why I'm always colorful. You know, my girls love to dress in black because they're gothy and edgy and cool right and i'm like and i'm like hi i'm in pink um well (laughs) first of all (laughs) first of all there's an evil eye there's an evil eye right and that one is you know the protection i pray um i i i was born catholic but well you know raised in a catholic family but you know we've kind of created our own little spiritual journey especially in business Especially in business when you literally sometimes feel like you got to pray all day because sometimes <laughs> things are right. not going the way you want them to. So oh, um, protection, sure. there's protection. There is one of the bracelets that was my mom's that my uh, family gave me on my 40th birthday. And that Ooh. is my mom with me every minute. I never take it off. I sleep I with that. it, shower that she's part of me. We have rose quartz, which is unconditional love. Always. That's right. I have a blessed. I have I have um, a Mary. So, again, not to get religious or spiritual or whatever, but, you know, people always talk about God or Jesus, you know, depending on what, you know, what realm you're in. And for us, it was about Mary and she was the mother and she was the lover and she was the nurturer. Mm -hmm. And she was the one that people came to when they needed, you know, love and safety and protection. And I, 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 I strive to be that for people because maybe Uh, somewhere I need that, you know, it's all mm, part of that journey. Right. That goes back to healing. I mean, just interrupt you on you, what you said, right. Healing. healing. Yes. Yes. It's all about healing. And then finally, this one was made by uh, my lesbian daughter and it's of course a rainbow. And it is all the initials of our family, mommy, daddy, and the three girls. And uh-huh. then and then mom, which is, again, my number one job in this world. Number one is, job. You know, I love that. Yeah. yeah. You, get, so. you get to be a mom. Right? I get to be a mom. That's right, honey. That's it. That's it. It is so absolutely good. the biggest blessing of my life. For sure. I love that. Well, thank you for being on the podcast, Brilliant Thoughts. Mally, you rocked it. I love your energy. Everyone follow her on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Go Google her and see what amazing things she has done and is doing. So thank you, Mally. Thank you. It again has been my pleasure and my honor to be here with you. You are so wonderful and your energy, just kind and interested, like the curiosity this is what's going to keep you 
young and fresh and still killing the game for the rest of your life because you're all I can feel that that's something that's in you is oh, that's super you're sweet. always searching and 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 growing and leaning into what's great so I don't have a king fan oh I know I'm gonna give you this one this is the one we're gonna end it with you let's ready see, let's see this fan go oh hey hashtag extra that's you right. Are extra, <laughs> you are extra, sir. You are extra, extra good. So yeah, I love thank that, you Ellie. again so much. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Those are all the brilliant thoughts that we have for you today. If you like what you're hearing, drop us a review or just tell your friends. This has been a success podcast. Head to success.com slash podcast to hear more just like it. <laughs>